Welcome to Faith Baptist Church, Great Village, where we believe in the truth of the gospel, building of community, and engaging in the mission of Christ. We hope you enjoy this week's message as our pastors share from God's Word. But it was a good, good to have a game going, that we were able to have fun. But why do the details matter? Why do the details matter? Why is it essential to know the facts? Why do we need to know all these things? Have you ever been deceived? I think most of us can raise our hands and say, yes, we've been deceived. I've been deceived. Um, for example, uh, who remembers the broadcast, radio broadcast, uh, War of Worlds? Don't get quiet on me now. Come on, guys. War of Worlds, raise your hand. Like I, I'm going to need some help preaching this morning because I am full of turkey and I'm just trying to fight staying awake. All right, so preach with me this morning, guys. Who remembers the, the, the radio broadcast, War of Worlds? There are some people that are raising their hands. Steve reminded me of it. Some of you that are younger in the room won't remember it. I just remember stories of it. War of Worlds was a dramatization that was done over the radio, and it was sent all across the world of a book by H.G. Wells, I believe. Um, and it was done so well that it terrified their listeners so much that they thought there was an alien invasion happening with Ground Zero in New Jer- a farm in New Jersey. Everybody thought that they were being invaded by aliens. I mean, but that's a deceiving thought, obviously, but there was like farmers, I, there was, there's images of like farmers standing near, next to their grain silos with shotguns waiting for the aliens to come and invade their silos. Um, but there's, it, was, and it was an amazing production done in its day. It was a deceiving production that drove thousands of people into fear. Um, It was, again, it was before my time. I remember the story because I was told of it in in school and I actually remembered it and Steve reminded me of it. Um, But what about satire? Do you guys know what satire is? Satire would be like an article or or, or like a show. If you know what This Hour Has 22 Minutes, they take kind of like somewhat real news and like just change it slightly to make it funny but what about when you don't know it's satire like I like a good laugh I like laughing and I like having a good time and I love this hour has 22 minutes they they you know they take the light the serious things and make light of it sometimes and and it helps kind of lighten your day up but I remember back in 2015 CBC had um, a radio broadcast called this is that they also had articles written up with it and it was in 2015, I was listening as I was driving around. I was, I was in policing at the time, and I was driving around, and I was listening to this. And it was, um, they did a, a dramatization, again, of a, a lady saying that, why do we need to have holidays in December? Why do we need to have even happy holidays. It's offensive, and I don't like it. And there was, they said there was a movement going across that they were going to remove all holiday references from December and just say, it's December. And I was livid. I'm like, well, you'll take advantage of the holiday time. You'll take advantage of the pay. Why do you even want to have to take advantage of that if you don't want to have to? I would put this tirade on Facebook, and I was so upset and angry. But then I had people, like, message me, um, Alex, it's fake news. It's satire. I was so embarrassed I removed the post. But I was, yeah, I, it touched a nerve. And how quickly you can lose sight of the truth. 
right? It's when we're scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, or even WhatsApp, they have an independent organization that does fact-checking for us. Fact-checking for us. So there's a Facebook third-party fact-checking program. This is off their website saying, working with an independent IFCN certified fact-checkers, I don't know who certified them, but okay, uh, who identify, review, and rate viral misinformation across Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. There is so much misinformation out there that Big Daddy Zuckerberg, Facebook president, captain, CEO guy, decided to have an independent fact-checking organization to check all that information that goes through on their websites um, to tell us if it's true or not. But isn't it great to know when we're reading things like the book of Luke that the facts have already been sifted through, they've already been checked, they've already been verified, and he was meticulous. And that we know that it's true. Because we want to know and we know that the Christmas story is not a make-believe story. We don't need to run it through an independent fact-checking organization to check to see if it's true. We know it's true. We know it's a real story. We know it's not satire. We know that it happened in a real place, in a real space, in a real time, with real people. It was a pivotal point in human history. It was the turning point in human history. We cannot celebrate a birth of Jesus, though, without celebrating and, and recognizing his death. Christmas came because God sent his son on earth to defeat our greatest enemy, and that was sin. Jesus came to redeem us back into the family of God. He paid the price and forgave our sins and reconciling us back with the Father. In 2 Corinthians, it says, for our sake, he made him to be, um, made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So as we looked at the book of Luke and played our game, it's essential to know that he was that era's fact checker. Luke was that era's fact checker. Luke was a meticulous, intelligent person. He was compiling, when he was compiling his books of Luke's and Acts, Luke and Acts, Luke uh, even explained how careful he was in gathering his information. He didn't want anybody to believe that he was just frivolous and writing things down. He was very, he's in his opening his book of uh, the Gospel of Luke, he writes it out. Like, I'm being careful. So let's, let's read that together. Uh, Luke chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. Um, Inasmuch as many have, uh, have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. Having delivered them to us, it seems good to me also, having followed all the things closely, followed all the things closely. It wasn't easy, it wasn't careless. He was very, very uh, on point when he was 
working with all the information that was brought to him. For some time has passed to write an orderly account. So he grabbed all the information, took some time, put it in order, and to write an orderly account for all of us. And for you, most excellent um, Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. So all through Luke and Acts, the author of Luke was meticulous about the details, whether it was historical, cultural, uh, places, names, geography, um, positions, wherever. He was meticulous in writing those down and putting that in order for us. Uh, my new, text, uh, new Testament textbook that uh, I used to research some of this um, introduces Luke by saying, he was a highly educated individual who appreciated both historical context and the artistic elegance. The Gospel of Luke is the most beautiful book in the world. One way to appreciate the impact this book has had on religion and culture is to try and envision what Christianity would be without it. Can we imagine the Christmas, um, the Christmas without the shepherds or a baby in a manger? The liturgy without magnificent? How about uh, how many figure, uh, favorite Bible stories would we lose? The Zacchaeus, Mary and Martha, the Good Samaritan, the Prodigal Son, all would be gone forever. But of course, we have Luke's gospel. It is the longest book in the New Testament, and from an aesthetic standpoint, probably one of the most beautiful. Certainly, it has been a traditional favorite of artists over the years and with historians. So why are details important? Why should we learn? Why should we practice critical thinking? I think Luke says it best. Finishes off in verse, uh, verse 4. That you may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. that we will know that Christ really did come to set us free. Christ came, he sent his son, Jesus, God sent his son, Jesus, born into a family to make us part of his family once again. That he really did live a perfect life and died a substitutionary death, Jesus' death on the cross. Jesus Jesus' death not only tore the veil, shook the earth, split stones, and smashed the gates of hell. He ushered in a relationship. A relationship that was broken with us and God. So knowing the facts is essential. Knowing what we read is trustworthy is essential. Luke took the time to ensure accuracy, so the next time you read Luke's book, know that an independent fact checker has already verified these facts, and they are true. Next time you read 
the, the book of Luke, know that it was written specifically for you and for me and for those who have yet to read it. This whole book, this whole book compiled together was written for, with you and me and future generations in mind. This whole book was written with you in mind. Think of it that way, with you in mind. This whole book was written so that some, one day someone you love can understand the truths that are in this book. And that the story's not done yet. If you accept Jesus into your heart and as he's a part of your life, you are now a part of this story. You are now forever in the kingdom of God. And that is true. And that is a trustworthy story. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this book. We thank you that you sent your son. We thank you that you came to this mess of, a, of an earth, Father, and uh, you took all the punishment and all the sin. You did it for us. You set people in place like Luke to give us true historical, geographical facts to back your story up. That it's not just a make-believe story, but it's a truthful claim to your fame. Father, that we believe it. We believe in you. And Father, for those who have yet to make that decision, God, I just pray that they take some time and go over the book of Luke and look up those facts for themselves. Father, that there's so much historical information in there that it's hard to deny who you say you are. And you did what you've done. So Father, we thank you for that. We thank that... that um, that there's uh, these people in the room, people online who are just taking this, this time to uh, hear your word and know that it was made for them and it'll always be with them. Treasure it up in their hearts, Father. And we thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen.